welcome to the Big Dave Podcast. Fancy life. Things are changing, man. That's a fact. I want my money back. B105, the Big Dave Show, indeed, in the words of Mr. Billy Ray Cyrus there, I want my mullet back. <laughs> and, uh, well, uh, you've got time right now to maybe get your mullet in tip-top, I don't know, or tip-back, I, I don't know, <laughs> condition, because coming up at the Grant County Fair at the end of this month, they're having a mullet pageant. Yes. And uh, joining us on the phone right now, the president of the fair there, Craig Covey. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, y'all. All right. So first things first, we got to ask you: <laughs> Do you have a mullet? I do not. Okay. Oh, just wanna... All right. All right. <laughs> so in. Okay. You're actually scrolling through Facebook the other day, and you see this. There. Yes, and I'm like, first annual mullet pageant at the Grant County Fair. Oh my yes. gosh, this is incredible. It is. Yes, it is. Kim Webster, one of our board members, she had seen it on TikTok and mm-hmm. uh, thought it'd be a great idea, and you know, we we jumped on board and. And ran with it, and that, we'd have never believed that it, it, it got, you know, we're over 10,000 shares and 2,500 comments on Facebook. Oh, my wow, gosh. Wow, it took off. So how many yeah, how many entries do you have so far in the mullet pageant at the Grant County Fair? Well, <laughs> to be honest with you, we didn't think we would have very many entries. We've had a lot of different inquiries, messages sent through, but we just said we was going to take entries that night. So we didn't do an entry thing for it. So I, I don't know how many people will have show up. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be overwhelming. I, I love that on this post it says, get your mullet styled and find your best outfit. Because you know they're going to, whoever's on this stage are just going to be doing it up, doing the most. And it's all ages as well. Yes, yeah, so we're going to have three different age groups. We're going to have prizes for all three winners. And we've had a lot of women inquire too. Oh, really? So, oh, yeah? Yes, and we said we will not turn nobody away. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, I love I love mullets. I think they're funny. I mean, you, of course, you've got, uh, let's see, let me see if I remember some of the categories. you got the Tennessee Top Hat, the uh, Mississippi Waterfall. That's right. My all-time favorite mullet name is the Missouri Compromise. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> now... Craig, I am so upset that I'm going to be out of town on July 30th when this is taking place because I am the ultimate mullet judge because I have smelled Morgan Wallen's mullet twice. Twice. And uh, I think Morgan Wallen was kind of instrumental in bringing back the mullet. Let's be honest about that. So uh, Craig Covey from the Grant County Fair, uh, the mullet pageant going on July 30th there at the fair. It's going to be a lot of fun. If people want to uh, register and and get out there and show off their mullet, maybe get best in show or whatever it is, how do they do it, Craig? They just got to show up. Registration's at 7 o'clock on July 30th. At the fairgrounds in Wingstown. All righty. I love it. I, this is just <laughs> phenomenal. I have a feeling uh, you may call it the first annual, but I think it's going to be a tradition born right there yes. in Grant County. <laughs> We're already talking about stuff to do next year. Yeah, there, wow, you go. there you go. Okay. We can't wait to see pics. <laughs> Craig Covey, thank you, brother. We appreciate it. And uh, good luck with the mullet pageant, my man. <laughs> thank you, guys. We appreciate it. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, Big Dave Show, short-term memory game. We got Terry from Independence here with us. Good morning, Terry. Good morning. So they're having the uh, first annual mullet pageant out at the uh, Grant County Fair on July 30th. We were just talking with the president of the fair there, Craig Covey, and I brought up three different types of mullets, three different styles. Can you tell us one of them? Tennessee Top Hat. 
We would have also accepted the Mississippi Waterfall and the Missouri Compromise, but you got it, girl. All right. You're going to have to come see us at Keith Urban at Riverbend on July 16th. Stop by the van where it's business in the front, then head to the lawn where it's a party in the back. Oh, hey. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Congrats. The Big Dave Show. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. We live here. We work here. Get your country off. Big. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, The Big Dave Show, uh, time to get some divine guidance from Tasha, the bougie empath, and she is in here. She, she still smiles a little bit when I say that, but I think she's beginning to kind of just get used to it. She's like, yeah, this is <laughs> this is my cross to bear. Good morning, Tasha. Good morning, Dave. All right, so before we get to our first caller here today, uh, I want you to weigh in on Ashley, our girl over here, who we found out yesterday has not got her wedding invitations in the mail yet for two and a half months away is she breaking some sort of protocol here are the angels upset with this what are we doing (laughs) no i think two months is fine so she's still got a couple weeks oh gosh you hear that i don't have to have them out this week (laughs) i think she's doing fine thank you yes all right we're officially changed her name to tasha the procrastinating (laughs) empath over here so you think she's fine my wedding invitations aren't out either and i'm getting married a week after ashley Okay, great. So, <laughs> love to hear it. Man. High five. There you go. <laughs> Sisters together, right there. <laughs> Sisters in tardiness. Uh, and now we've got Rachel here who wants to talk about the future, as in uh, when will I finally get my invitation to Ashley's wedding in my mailbox? That that kind of exactly. future. I'm exactly. Sure, I'm sure Rachel's very busy. Uh-huh, Rachel, yeah. But you're wanting to know about the future. You're on with Tasha right now, and she's got her future deck out. I don't know. Does you is that what you call that one? I don't know what you all call. the decks have it. They all have the future. What do you got for yeah. there, Tasha? Hi, honey. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So I'm going to just tell you what has come out. They are going to touch a little bit on the past. I see you protect your energy now. There was a situation uh, where there was some deception. Maybe someone chose someone else over you or chose something else over you. You are very divinely protected. This person was a lower vibration, did not match your energy. You were at a higher vibration. You're coming out as the amazing empress, which that's amazing. You went through a lot of pain with this toxic person, but you released them. What's coming in quick is divine love, which is a sudden change. If it hasn't already come in, I see it's a sudden change in your life. That will force you out of your isolation, your hermit mode. It brings a lot of happiness in. This is a divine masculine. It's because you closed out a cycle, a tough cycle that caused a lot of pain. Like I said, this could be a commitment. If not, if not a marriage, a long-term commitment. And I see you're very loving and you're very kind and you're also very empathetic. You're highly intuitive as well. They're saying really focus on your manifestations, what it is you want uh, your future to look like. Start envisioning it and putting the energy um, attached to it because all of these endings that you've experienced in the past was meant to bring you uh, into a a period of a rebirth, a brand new beginning. Um, This is a wish fulfillment. I see a lot of healing and a wish fulfillment coming in for you. You're no longer accepting petty offers and the wheels turning in your favor now. Things are about to change in your favor in a a positive way. You're taking your power back and I see a divine connection. It could be with a fire sign, Aries Leo or Sag, but you are a match. Okay. 
Wow. That was a lot uh, coming that, at you. That, that's actually pretty good. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like about it? I, I feel like you're pretty accurate on a lot of it, so that's pretty cool. I just overcame a lot of bullcrap in life, and um, I've actually found the guy I feel like I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. So that's pretty cool. You did good. Awesome. Wow. wow. Nailed it right on the head there. All Two right. Well, up. is that all you got, Rachel? That's all I got. Is that all she's got? Well, I mean, if you want the winning lottery numbers coming up, she can tell you those. But since you want to go, we'll just go ahead and let you go. Well, I got pen and paper right here. That's hilarious. All right. But no, seriously, anything else you want to ask her? Uh, No. So I just currently went through something with my daughter. Um, How's that going to turn out? So I see you need to change direction. You need to change um, what way you're looking at it, uh, what action you're taking. There's something about changing the direction. It, in divine timing, you're going to have to make a decision. There's something you need to reconsider, but at the end, it, it it's successful. So you need to look at something from a different perspective and change the way you are going about it. Because I don't know what it's about, but they're saying there's something you need to reconsider, but ultimately it does bring in success. Okay. Okay. So that'll make sense to you more than it will to me. They are giving you signs to help you with this. You're seeing triple numbers. Look them up because they're trying to give you uh, some guidance. Okay. 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 Awesome. Good deal. Well, thank you, Rach. Have a great day and a great rest of the summer, okay? All right, you too. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. All right, bye. And if you're needing some divine guidance, you can always get it from Tasha here on B105. We post all of the calls to our Big Dave Show podcast every Friday. And how do they get in touch with you or with Tasha Ashley through you? Yes, just send me an email, subject line Tasha. My email's Ashley at B105.com. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. So uh, yesterday's storms just, of course, leaving thousands, even upwards of 100,000 Duke Energy customers at one point without power. But they are working earnestly. They've been working overnight, all night long. Joining us from Duke Energy this morning is Sally Thielen. Good morning, Sally. Good morning, Dave. So uh, what's the latest number you got there? I see 46,000 on your uh, outage map. That's right. We've got about uh, 37,000 or so customers on the Ohio side and nearly 10,000 still on the Kentucky side still out. But this is less than half than what it was. It was like 90 to 100,000 people, like Dave said, yesterday. That's right. Yeah. About uh, 13 hours ago, we sat just over 100,000 out. So um, as you know, the intensity of the storm was significant and and it made very quick numbers go up for us unfortunately so yeah we've had crews out working 16-hour shifts and we have an uh, additional 250 coming over this morning uh, from our indianapolis and, and indiana service territory for duke energy so uh looking to make some good headway on outages uh you know this morning and and throughout the day today yeah well we know you guys are doing the best you can my uh part of Fort Mitchell where the power went out. It was restored within a couple of hours, and I think it was due to there actually being power lines lying on the road on the street behind me. And sometimes I think that kind of takes a priority when there's live wires on the road. Yeah, there was some definite issues in that area with uh, some some fires that were sparking and whatnot with lines and some transformers that I believe might have caught poles on fire. There was a a little bit of everything over there, unfortunately. And, you know, it doesn't take a lot when you get uh, heavy rains and the winds that we saw to bring trees down. And and certainly, uh, unfortunately, when we do have trees that come down and bring multiple spans of line, I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen the video and in your own neighborhoods, the type of of damage that's out there. It's it's just 
the kind of, of repair work that in most cases take multiple crews, multiple hours. And when you're talking broken poles and line that needs to be rehung, I can't even tell you how many multiple hours and certainly, you know, getting the equipment needed for those types of repairs with getting the poles out, you know, to all the areas where they're broken. It it just takes time because, as you might imagine, all of our bucket trucks don't carry poles. So yeah. it's just it's just not real quick work. And I know it gets super frustrating for customers and, and we empathize with them, but just know that we have everybody out working around the clock, like you all mentioned. And certainly we, we're not going to stop. We're going to work very hard and diligent today to get as many as we can get back on as quickly and as safely as we can. All right. We got and, Sally Thielen here from Duke Energy. And we have full confidence, you know, that you guys are working hard and going to get everybody back up and running. But what is the best way for a frustrated customer to reach out? You know, your phone lines are probably ringing off the hook. Should they follow you on an app? Should they be looking at this outage map? How can they kind of navigate how long their power may be out? What's the best route there? With the ferocity of the storm yesterday, you mentioned our, our outage maps. And we do have text notification to folks when there are outages here and there. A storm of yesterday's nature certainly um, was a little bit more significant, so so we weren't going to be able to keep those automatic text notifications um, available for folks. But what what I can say is certainly this morning, as soon as we get you know out there with sun up, we're going to be uh, you know assessing when we think we'll be able to get everybody back on. We will begin to use the text messaging again and get those platforms stood up and turned back on for people so that they can get, you know, active and reliable information from us of when to expect it. I think by now we more than likely know everyone's out that that is out just because we thankfully haven't experienced more weather on top of this. But I think really we're going to be notifying customers. I would anticipate mid to late morning when that looks like that they'll be restored to give them a more accurate estimate. We know that the last thing people want is for us to push out a time and that it slide by a number of hours, which can be even more frustrating. Sure. So uh, yeah, that's kind of what the plan looks like this morning. Oh, well, it sounds like you're on top of it. And Sally, I think I've come up with a great slogan for Duke Energy's oh, app. Oh boy, what? Download the Duke Energy app so you're not left in the dark. Oh, come I like it. Oh. Come on. Yeah. She's always got to come up with the T-shirt slogan there, Sally. All right, well, Sally Thielen from Duke Energy, I know you've been up all night, so try to get a little bit of rest if you can. And uh, thank you guys for uh, being out there all night long, all afternoon, all night long, and this morning just trying to get everybody's power back up. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. All right, take care, Sally. All right, bye-bye. More of the Big Dave Podcast. Five, I came across this story. Uh, once again, it's a uh, Florida man story. Oh, no. Remember, uh, we had one earlier this week. A Florida man, you know. So Doing something crazy It's all always the time. something. There's that game where you Google a Florida man in your name. All right. So uh, this happens in Duval County in Florida. And uh, this was interesting to me mainly because, uh, actually, you have chickens at your little spread there in Alexandria. I sure do. I have seven beautiful girls. You're not allowed to have roosters. Not allowed. So when we get one, we give it away here. Yeah. On the air, because why wouldn't we? Yeah, because you have to. All right, so uh, down in Duval County, uh, people have chickens, and they're allowed to have roosters out in the country. And we have a couple of neighbors fighting because of Uh a rooster, because a rooster uh, that was owned by one attacked the other one, attacked the neighbor, and the neighbor accidentally killed the rooster trying to fend it off. 
Oh, he accidentally killed it. Well, it was the rooster was attacking him and jumping up in his face, and he hit it, and that's oh where the gosh. so he's facing felony charges over this dead rooster, which is kind of crazy. But uh, over five million views now of this local news story chronicling this, <laughs> and the way the man describes the attack by the rooster is nothing short of epic. His neck flares up, and he's doing his thing, and he's trying to jump up at me. He was trying to. To get the animal away. And I try to hit it, but the chicken's jumping up at me and I accidentally knocked it in the head. You know, call it a lucky shot, whatever. But when Dave Felice came home, all he saw was his rooster dead in a ditch. I said, I'm calling JSO. I called JSO. JSO didn't do nothing. Then a couple days later, I, I realized I could call animal control. And in late June, James Nix went to jail for animal cruelty. Next thing you know, he calls the chicken police on me. While the neighbors continue the fight, Nick says he never should have been arrested. Chickens are dying every day, people, at churches, Popeyes, and Kentucky Fried Chicken. Really? <laughs> oh, man. Whoa. I'm not laughing at the, at the rooster dying, but he called the chicken police. I mean, you can't make this up. You, you literally can't make this up. He I called wonder, the chicken police on me. It sounds like they've had a bit of a history, and it's just been, It's been a problem. Yeah. 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 But when I came across this yesterday, I literally double and triple checked it. It's like, is this real? The chicken police. Is this real? <laughs> I mean, I've been around people in the South. I grew up there. And yeah. His neck flares up and he's doing his thing and he's trying to jump up at me. <laughs> That's how they talk. Oh my it. goodness. You can't make it up, really. Do you think Officer Nick may uh, want to retire and join the chicken police in the future? <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> I think he's going to stay right where he's at. You can see uh, the retweet of the uh, news story with the chicken police and everything else on my Twitter page, at Big Dave B105. This is the Big Dave Podcast. Our good vibes this morning are coming out of Morristown, Tennessee, more specifically the Walmart there in Morristown, Tennessee. It was just any other day for uh, Lindsay Russell, but it quickly changed. Lindsay's a Walmart employee and was sitting outside at one of the picnic tables next to some vending machines having her lunch break. And she starts to hear a faint meow, meow, a cat. cat. Well, actually, it sounded more like a kitten. And it was coming from the Pepsi vending machine right behind her where she was sitting enjoying her lunch. What? So she's thinking, how in the world did a kitten get in the Pepsi vending machine? Well, Lindsay went to work trying to rescue the kitten. I tried all through my lunch and my last break to get her. I tried recruiting coworkers to help me get her and none of us could do it. So now the kitten's just meowing from inside the Pepsi vending machine at the Morristown, Tennessee Walmart. So she did what everybody should do. She called the Morristown Fire Department and a fireman Doug Allison came out and got to work. We could hear it meowing as soon as we came up. I mean, we knew it was in there and it was kind of stressed out. So Doug and the other firemen began removing some of the panels from the back of the Pepsi machine. Oh. And sure enough, there was the kitten stuck oh inside gosh. the vending machine. How in the world she got in there, nobody knows. But the uh, Morristown Fire Department got her out safe and sound. You know, if we can help save a life, animal, human, whatever, you know, we'll do what we can do. Well, they did do what they could do, and they saved the kitten. And now Lindsay has a brand new pet as she has decided to uh, take it home to live with her and her mother. And if you're wondering what Lindsay has decided to name this little rescued kitten. This is Pepper, Pepsi, Pep, uh, whatever you want to call her. She's got a few nicknames now. 
Oh. <laughs> Pepper, Pep, or Pepsi. I kind of like Pepsi. I it's think that's cute. a lot of fun it's there. Yeah, so uh, to uh, Lindsay Russell from the Morristown Walmart and the Morristown Fire Department, thank you guys for the good vibes this morning. B. B105. It's the Big Dave Show. Dad joke of the day on B105. And this morning we've got Olivia. She's from Deer Park. She is a teacher for the Cincinnati Public School System. Good morning, Olivia. Good morning. Well, what grade do you teach in CPS? I teach fifth. Fifth grade. So no doubt you have a good arsenal of dad jokes ready to go at a moment's notice. Of course. All right. Well, let's have your best one. What do you got, Olivia? Which days are the strongest? I don't know. Which Which days days are are the strongest? strongest? Saturday and Sunday, because the rest are weekdays. Ah, I love it. Hey, thank you so much, Olivia. That's fantastic. Great job. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Thanks for checking out the Big Day Podcast, B105.com.